0: Talk, talk to me. Wsradio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: Howdy and thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our day with you. Got a really interesting show. We are Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier, and we're going to touch on some interesting stories today. Like, what to do with your old TV set when you're really ready to. Uh, wow, get that's rid of exciting. It. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, well, yeah, if you had an old TV set sitting around, it's pretty exciting. Uh, an important story about misdirecting uh, text and Amazon acquisitions. Wow. Uh, lots of stuff going on. How are you?
0: Wow, you sound so mellow today. You sound like uh, an NPR person. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Marcia. I. I, am. I uh, I actually went to Costco for the first time since the pandemic started. My wife and I went this morning. And I remember, didn't take me long to remember why I hate going to Costco.
0: Yeah. First of all, first of all, first of all, your first mistake, going Going? on a weekend.
1: Oh, yeah, probably.
0: Never go to Costco on a weekend. You just don't do it. You just, no, can't do it. That makes Um, sense. Yeah, do it, you know, like on a Tuesday. A Tuesday is always good. You know it out of work okay. go tuesday yeah there's nobody okay. there okay that's good to know although the uh, food court's usually loaded with hot dog eaters at lunch
1: <laughs> you know we were there around 11 and it's the first time i've seen the food court with like three people in line as opposed to 30 and maybe it's it was the weekend could
0: be it's the weekend yeah. man
1: yeah well yeah there was nobody there so they, but there were the <coughs> store was bob
0: needless to yeah, say yeah well there so. you go
1: yeah. um, everybody okay. has to
0: buy 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 make more trash but that's a whole other story yeah exactly
1: Um, so okay so i guess we're going to the moon again
0: well this is i'm really excited about this you know i'm a member of uh, nasa social and i have been to several launches at the kennedy space center and a couple of things if you're from the west coast and you fly to florida to go to a launch launches are usually scheduled for 6 a.m their time (laughs) so even though you haven't adjusted to east coast time you have to be up and out i mean it it's military precision if you're not there on time you you're not going to see it because as nasa social representatives we get to go like right there i have pictures in front of the clock and everything and it's really cool but hey three in the morning come on Uh, it's it's tough and, uh, it's, but this, this is a big deal. First of all, I am one of those people. I'm not a conspiracy theory person, but I have no idea why we haven't gone to the moon with all this stuff we've been doing in space and the space station. Certainly we proved the space station uh, all, many, many, many times, right? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we, Finally, finally, how many years has it been? We're going to I, open I a new era. Moon. Yeah. Well, now, it was unmanned, in the 60s. Though, right?
1: un- well, this is unmanned. unmanned anymore, right? uh,
0: it is unmanned, and there's a good reason for it. The reason for it is, and I think this is very cool, um, rather than astronauts, there's a ma- mannequin aboard named Commander Moonkin Campos. <laughs> <laughs> and he will uh, man the Orion spacecraft with two mannequin torso torsos called helga and zohar now what's really cool for the about these things is uh, i'm not going to tell you the amount of sensors that are on these but it will measure just about everything they go through from radiation to air pressure um it's really just like people were in there because they're going to be provide them pressure oxygen cooling and any life-sustaining functions that are needed. It's a major test to see if this can be done. And I think this is really, really, really important. Uh, That way, you know, we will know when we send human beings up there. Um, Also, the mannequins are part of a astro rad radiation experiment because there's always been that question, you know, can you go past a certain point without you know radiation damaging mm. the human body well you know we you want to go to mars you better figure it out quickly right cuz mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz we got the moon here so the, the health effects and everything are going to be measured now for those of you who are interested in it and hopefully if you're on the east coast because i'm not i'm, I'm not going to be there i'm i'm not going to even be there on tv it's going to launch monday which is very exciting. Liftoff is currently scheduled at 8.33 a.m. on Monday, the 29th of August, and that's weather permitting. Now let me tell you something about when you're down there at Kennedy Space Center. That weather permitting nonsense is serious because it's Florida, and, and rain can just fly in like crazy. It's But not only that, because Artemis is specially designed to run on solar. So when it's up going, circling the moon and doing all of its thing, it's being powered by solar. So it has to make a special, special connection with a launch window so that the spaceship can, which cannot be in darkness for more than 90 minutes at a time, will continue to be solar powered. So you have a launch window. There are so many things that go into these things. Also, this is the skip re-entry plan, and that will pinpoint Orion's splashdown location in the Pacific Ocean. So they wanna try a new re-entry, which we haven't seen before, where the space capsule dips into the Earth's upper atmosphere, then skips out again briefly before it makes final re-entry. Why? I don't know, but I'm not a NASA scientist or engineer, but to do that, the launch has to go during certain windows to reach the right trajectory upon return. So, I mean, there's all kinds of things, position in orbit and everything else. Now they're going to be doing this on the SLS rocket, which I saw, I was at the launch of the first one, the test. It's huge when you see this thing it is absolutely huge and i mean there's you can even buy if you're really into it um remember the estes kits
1: yeah sort of
0: Yeah, you know, the little kits that you'd put together here's a rocket and it has a little yeah. engine yeah, so yeah, estes yeah, ma- has made a nasa sls mo- model rocket a one to two hundred scale version of the moon mega rocket and I'm sure you can find it on the internet. It's all this is all very cool and a very important thing for our space program and the world, because we have other countries on there, you know, working with us. So Godspeed NASA. It's it's going to yeah, be amazing. I am going to watch the webcast, but I'll I'll watch it later.
1: <laughs> okay, a couple of interesting things. One, first, I was right. Apparently, you're not supposed to say unmanned anymore. It's now uncrewed. So apparently that is the politically correct term. Um, okay, so
0: you're going to be the official woke police for this show. That's correct. I, okay, that thank correct. you. I'm glad okay, well, me, you took you the know, responsibility.
1: Funny, you, probably wouldn't have thought about it, but when I said unmanned, I went, wait, that's probably not the way you're supposed to say it anymore. And sure enough, the article talks about uncrewed. Uh, the other thing that was interesting, is, uh, in a couple of months for distinguished speakers, I'm going to be hosting Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's the famous astrophysicist, brilliant, brilliant guy. And I saw him being interviewed. They were talking about global warming, which I'm you know, not gonna get into, but he did say that Venus at one time was a planet much like Earth, only because of structural changes in Venus, it's now 700 degrees to go to Venus. So clearly we won't be going to Venus anytime soon. But the, the best thing he said was, so that means if you're on Venus, you can co- cook a pepperoni pizza in three seconds. So we may want to figure out a way to go to Venus got her pizzas of much faster than you were able to do it. So yeah, that was kind of interesting. Um, so we'll keep you posted on that. And that was, uh, and that's Monday, correct?
0: Well, I have a, qu- uh, yeah, that's Monday, but I have a question. Yeah. Isn't Mars closer to the sun than Venus?
1: Damn, if no. yes, I know. I'm lucky I know how to get someplace yeah, it without is. A GPS in my car. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: which says to me, why wouldn't Mars be hotter than Venus?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, no clue. And
0: we're all hot on going to Mars, and we see these TV shows. You know, we bounce along, traveling across Mars. Nobody's frying in their skins. I don't. I don't know. Well, actually, no. Mercury. I'm not says, quite sure. I haven't. I mean, it says haven't... Mars
1: is minus eighty one degrees Fahrenheit.
0: And well, there you Venus go. Venus
1: is. Let's see. Temperature ranges from around mi- and it's minus minus two hundred and twenty degrees Fahrenheit in wintertime and minus 70 uh, in, other, in the summertime. So, yeah, that's a big difference from 800 degrees in Venus. So I'm not sure, maybe I'll ask them when I see them. I'll okay, ask them yeah, Let's I see. just
0: looked it up. It's Mercury, Venus, then and they say we're in the habitable zone with Mars purportedly. So, okay, okay. you know, we'll, we'll wait and see. We all have to learn and uh, what the heck. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited about it because I love our space program. It's, it's amazing.
1: That's yeah, fun. Yeah. You've had a lot of fun going
0: to that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll um, be going right, again, Amazon. but I want to go when they got people in the, in the belt with people.
1: <laughs> you don't want to uh, talk to uh, stage dummies.
0: Yeah, I get, it is so hectic down there. I mean, uh, I, on Foursquare, I was the mayor of the Kennedy space center lunch wagon. So, you know, <laughs> I love it there, but there's just so much to check out and do. Plus, when you have credentials, you get to walk around. You get to go indoors. You get right. to go look at things, and yeah, go into the assembly building and see them roll the rockets and to the launch pad. It's just ah aw- you aw- aw- awestruck. It's amazing. Yeah, I so. bet.
1: all right. So years Amazon. ago, well, I was going to say years ago, I got an iRobot or uh, what was it, Roomba? Roomba, Which, yeah, you know, Roomba, and. And I used it for like an hour.
0: And yeah, me thought,
1: too. You know, this is stupid. <laughs> I guess they're very popular because what? Uh, Amazon's trying to acquire them?
0: Well, it, the interesting thing is, and, and I'll give you my quick Roomba experience. Uh, Roomba is great if you have nothing on the floor. got <laughs> like an I empty mean, room. And you never move furniture or move chairs or do anything else, right. I guess but it wasn't for me we returned it after an hour trial um but the thing is the Roomba now photographs your house and it saves a map of your house to the cloud this is the same issue yeah this is the same issue people had with the sony ibo which by the way i'll be i will be selling my first litter edition um (laughs) but (laughs) it's a privacy thing it takes pictures now, maybe pictures of my house from the little dog going to Sony, mm, not, not so scary, but right. this is Amazon. This is Amazon who's going in deep to everything we've got. Yeah, And you know, maybe if it was little iRobot who had the pictures, but no. And the people, there are so many privacy concerns about this. They're spending over $5 billion. To acquire it, as well as healthcare provider One Medical, mm-hmm. hmm. how much data are they going to do? They're paying three point nine billion for primary care company One Medical.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, first they're going to get maps of your houses, and then the medical, which I'm, I, I'm not even going to go deep into, but. There's a lot of privacy concerns all around. Oh, for now you sure. know they've purchased Arrow, which is the Wi-Fi. Uh, right. You have it in your house, right? I do. So I, I, I'm just not buying any more uh, Amazon stuff, only because yeah. they target you to. And you know, we all know we get targeted to sell. You look at something, and then the next window you go to on the internet is another Amazon ad. So yeah, yeah, it's a
1: it's a little frightening. I I have to say, but let's back up. The most important thing you said in the story: you're selling your personal pet. How could you?
0: Yeah, selling well, puppy? I got I I I got my cat. So you know, mm. got a real cat. And no, I always wanted the Sony Ibo. I thought Sony right. Ibo was fabulous. And, and you liked it. You had fun with it. I did have fun with it, but my mm, God better things to do than talk to a robot dog i mean it's (laughs) it's lovely it's nice and yeah it does tricks and the whole thing and you don't have to feed it it, but yeah now they put in something where you can feed it fake food and of course it all became gamified and it it it, you know it just wore off to be honest with you It, it just are they still making that oh gosh yes and the demand oh, okay. is really high for them people want them like crazy but the sony any is just it's fun and if you get one try and get one used and there's also a problem because you have to renew a cloud plan hmm. which they don't tell you costs three hundred dollars a year after the initial three years you get with the device and what the cloud plan does is it stores photos it takes in the cloud, which is probably better not to have the cloud plan. Right. But it, it can't do the updates. It can't. and But it's a fun little thing. Uh, millions of people who have them around the world, because I'm in a couple of groups, use their Sony ibos and love it every day. I mean, people have, you know, like three or four of them. Wow. It's quite amazing. But it, it's just not me, you know.
1: And how much was it when you bought it, and what will you be selling it for? and where can people find your personal eyeball?
0: Eye <laughs> I don't know where I'm, I may offer it in one of the groups because these people really, really oh, okay. you know, they really, really I mean, there are people in countries that can't get them and whatever they'll do anything to get one. Um, the original cost, I believe, was three thousand oh, dollars. And wow. absolutely it was worth it. It was worth it. The dog came when you called it. It did tricks. It made you laugh. It was great. But eh, enough's enough. <laughs> Wait a minute. Your,
1: your husband does the same thing. You're going to get rid of him too?
0: No, no, no. Because I can't you get can... money for him. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's too sad. No, that, <laughs> that's, that's
0: sad. It, the poor thing is the little, poor little robot. We're putting him back in his birth case, his pod. Oh. I know it's very sad. It's going to be a sad day. Very sad. And is he her name was f- DARPA. With no she's not plugged in see that's the thing (laughs) pull out the plug yeah darpa she she was great she was wonderful you know long live the memory of darpa i want somebody else to be able to enjoy it and i'm sure they will because it it is very cool but come on it's not a real dog no
1: Oh, yeah, I hear but
0: you. But you know, I did want one for decades. We'd been going to CES yeah. and I'd run over and, oh, look at that, Mark. Mark, look at that. It's so How cute. cute I have is. to have it. Ha- yeah. I had to have it. My husband bought it for me for Christmas and I was oh. overwhelmed with happiness. Oh. And then it just wore off. But that's, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So big, big announcement. I mean, I was sitting there waiting and they announced it live on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh SpaceX and T-Mobile, did you hear that?
1: Oh, that's a different story than I thought we were going to talk about. Uh, uh so go not? ahead with that one. I thought we were going to talk <laughs> about the Tesla cars connecting to Starlink, but go ahead.
0: Well, but this is all Starlink news, so yeah. Yeah, we can what talk I about say? that. All right, so this, go ahead with the T-Mobile story. This is really important. Global connectivity. Um the second generation Starlink satellites, and I nearly called you and said go look go look go look on youtube because this is huge Mm. um the second generation starlink satellites that are launching next year will be able to broadcast service using part of t-mobile's mid-band pcs spectrum okay so they got that when they bought sprint a few years ago the new satellites will have big big antennas and he asked and he's stretching his arms it's gonna be really big really back but it was funny and uh like five to six meters across but i don't speak in meters so i had to look it up on the internet it was, right. they're big they're big and what's very cool is um you may be able to get some video even if your phone isn't connected to anything mm-hmm. you will be able to text send mms messages and even use select messaging apps as long as you have a clear view of the sky even if there's no service available you have no bars that's cool so this is satellite to cellular service now remember when i was in the arctic i used that Solus, that little round disc that pulled wi-fi from nowhere Mm -hmm. it may function in a similar fashion because i mean i had uh, i could connect on uh, when i was on a dog sled ride not that i wanted to i was too busy holding on for dear life but you know (laughs) (laughs) um but this is huge because you won't have to be connected so people who are hiking people are in the middle of nowhere pretty cool um it will use a slice of connection providing about 2 to 4 megabits per second uh, across each coverage area. Mark, this, this is something that might, you know, I hate yeah. to think you have to wait till next year.
1: I know. that's My internet service is lasting through November and then we're scrambling around trying to figure out what to do. So, But Starlight you should look. was not supposed to be here yet
0: well you should really kind of look into this because this their goal i mean they called it global connectivity best part it's included free in the t-mobile plans
1: yeah that's that would cause me to be <laughs> very interested if free. that would work in my house yeah uh,
0: it will be part of the plan so yeah. they're not going to leave out anybody uh, it's pretty pretty cool and yeah. um and uh elon wore my occupy mars t-shirt of which i will be sending my selling my occupy mars uh, pint glass on ebay because it's something i look at never use it i'm selling it on Mm -hmm. ebay let somebody else break it
1: i mean that wonderful
0: (laughs) stuff but anyway so apple has been rumored to be working on partnering with other satellite partners which they think would give more coverage than t-mobile but T-Mobile was first to, first to it. They announced this, yeah, they announced this at uh, SpaceX headquarters, had the CEO of uh, T-Mobile and Elon was there. It was really great. And it was nice to see Elon speaking without a prepared speech. It was pretty excellent.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. And they also, somebody asked him, would Tesla cars connect to, to the satellite connection he said yes they will so you'll be able to see
0: this is amazing i mean i think this and this will be next year an end to dead zones so i think it's fast fantastic then you found something else which i thought was really cool um about the tesla cars did you have anything more to say that's also you know something that's going to be earth shaking for people
1: yeah, well, if you, yeah, again, uh, the satellite to cellular coverage from Starlink, which now this says it provides a two to four megabits link, which is, of course, not very fast. But, I mean, they're saying that the Tesla cars will connect through this new service. And that was about it. I don't have anything more much to say about well, that.
0: Well, the there. thing is, it's a link, but uh, it's not. If you have a signal, then you get faster. Right that 2 to 4 megabits is basically that you have no signal and you're pointing to the sky yeah. which you do 2 to remember.
1: 4 megabits that's about the speed of 5G i don't know what happened there we were what a shock. Have one gigabit yeah we we're going to have a gigabit connection when you had your 5G i yeah. don't think so what's the f- have you i don't know if you've even tested it have you actually tested a speed test on 5G
0: uh no cuz i don't care well,
1: you yeah, know and honestly
0: the deal, the deal with 5G, you know, if I turn it on and I'm walking around looking for the best signal, unless I use one of those apps that tells me where the uh, radio is, you know, the radio tower, right. you're going to be walking around for it. It's going to burn your battery just yeah. by looking for the signal. And then it just defaults to the lesser connection. So, yeah, when I have it. I promise you I will because, you know, if I'm downtown, it, it, some places you can get it.
1: I mean, I have tested on a number of occasions just for fun. When I suddenly look at my phone, it's got a 5G signal to see what the speed is in different parts of the city. And guess what? It's not very fast. It's like three to five megabits per second. So uh, nothing more yeah. than four LTE. You know, it's just a big hype right
0: now as far as I'm concerned. Exactly, I I agree with you. Now, the next story was all you. Did I text you with this when I found it? (laughs) Because I nearly did. Yeah, because you were all into this.
1: It was well. I never subscribed to it. If you remember, it's been a couple of years now. Prior to the pandemic, they came out with oh god, was it twenty bucks a month? I can't remember. It was unlimited movie going for 10 to 20, I don't, don't remember the numbers, and you could go as many times as you wanted to a movie theater with cooperating movie theaters, and they had a lot of movie theaters at that time. And I remember when we talked about it on the year, and I said, how are they ever gonna make any money? I mean, they're just, they can't make money. That business model doesn't work. Well, sure enough, maybe within a year, they were bankrupt. So um, it didn't work, needless to say, but MoviePass is gonna relaunch on Labor Day and they're the beta form. They have ranging prices from ten to thirty dollars a month. Uh, you only way to get the service right now is to sign up on a wait list. Now the wait and list you better crashed.
0: get there because that crashed. And yeah, the wait list If you're interested at all in this, they're having they're going to have three different tiers of service now: uh, ten dollars a month, twenty dollars a month, thirty dollars a month. I still don't think I can go watch enough movies that I would care. Each subscription option will give the user a number of credits to use each month to see movies. And I'll bet you, you know, you want to go see Top Gun that's 25 credits.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't really tell you exactly what it is. Uh, So there's no
0: unlimited option during the beta version. Oh no.
1: Uh, they partnered uh, with 25% of the theaters in the U S which is not a huge amount. Frankly, um, of the beta version will be able to order movie tickets through the app or they can wait for movie pass card to come in the mail. Um, it accepts mastercard, it'll be black. So you'll get a cool looking black card, uh, you know, debit movie. And it says movie pass with your name on it, apparently. Uh, and we'll see what happens with it. But, I don't
0: know. The card I see is red. So I,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, the original thing they did say they they were going to have red on it, but now they've um, changed it to a black card and you oh. know, the, the famous American Express black card, which costs you a million dollars a year if you want to have it. I have a black uh, w- card
0: from uh, Barclays Bank in England. Yeah, so. I've got <laughs> one
1: from, uh, you know, not the the one from American Express. Um, within two days, the subscriptions went from 20,000 to 100,000. Um, that was, uh, let's see, under, uh, so I'm looking here. It launched at $10 a month, the old company, uh, to see a movie a day. Within two days, they went from 20,000 to 100,000, less than a year. They had over 3 million subscribers on the original one.
0: That's a lot of unemployed people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now, you know, I was in
0: a discussion on Twitter with somebody and they said, you know, the price of subscribing to all the streaming channels is just a little bit more than cable TV. Yeah. And they said, you know, oh, this is a big thing. I said, and I had to answer, you know, what do you do? Sit around and watch TV all the time. (laughs) I don't understand it. If you want to watch something, you subscribe to it, you watch it, and you cancel it, you know, if you're watching your budget.
1: You know, I have not been back inside of a movie theater since pre-pandemic. Have you been to a theater?
0: Yes, I went to a movie theater to see something. I don't remember what it was. And I went to a small neighborhood movie theater, and it was just about empty, and it was wonderful, Mm -hmm. and it was good. But if let's just tell everybody listening... Um, I believe you have till Monday to sign up, Monday the 29th. So right after you watch the Artemis launch, go to moviepass.com. Sign up. All you have to put is your email address and zip code. And once the wait list closes, the initial group of beta users will be notified on Labor Day, September 5th. And you'll be offered three price tiers to choose from. Okay. So... We'll see. If you want to get on that list, moviepass.com.
1: I still don't think a lot of, you know, I don't think people are massively back to movie theaters yet. Um, Getting better, I think, and all places are actually getting better, but uh, I don't know about movie theaters. I'm not sure whether they have- Well, uh,
0: users who do make the cut for beta will be given 10 friend invites to use MoviePass. So there you go, Mark. If I get accepted for the beta um, and I accept the deal, I'll, I'll give you an invitation. That
1: would be lovely. <laughs> All right. So now it is the time of the show. Research the planet, the universe and Amazon for our buy of the week. <laughs> uh, this is cute. Uh, teeth and dental care is extremely important to everybody and you want to get your kids on a good start to make sure they have good dental habits. So Amazon has the Philips Sonicare for kids three plus older Bluetooth connected rechargeable electric power toothbrush. It's interactive, which is kind of cool. I don't know exactly what it does to be interactive, but it's interactive uh, with the app and it's cute looking. It looks like a kid looking thing. It's got like little, I don't know, monsters or something on, uh, (laughs) on I don't know what they are. They're cute monsters. They're not, you know, they're not Dracula. And, um, It uh, 98% of parents have said that it's easier to get the kids to brush longer and better. Again, it connects to the app. So uh, you have an interactive free, here we go, interactive free app. Education gets kids excited about brushing, doubt that. (laughs) <laughs> Not sure anybody's too excited about brushing their teeth, but it's kind of cool and it's very inexpensive. It's um, these usually, you know, Sonicare products usually cost $80. And you know, Sonicare dollars. are the best. They really, yeah. well, Sonicare
0: well, are really good. I'm a, a fan of the one with the little circle.
1: Right. Um,
0: yeah. Oral B. That's what I yeah.
1: use. Yeah, they're, they're good. Uh, so you can get this for the kids. It's $29.96. It has, I don't know how many of these ratings, as we've talked about, are real anymore, but there's enough. 18,255 ratings, uh, got four and a half out of five stars. So, again, it's the Philips Sonicare for kids, three and older, uh, available on Amazon today for $29.96. And that is our buy of the week. So, uh, keep your kids' teeth clean. Very, very important.
0: So, have you gotten any texts that say, Hey, Steve. Uh, I'm running late, I'll see you later at the party, okay? So yesterday, yep.
1: <laughs> I get a text <laughs> <There you go. laughs> that says, uh, hey, I just noticed that your phone number is one number off from my friend's number. How are you? So this is the new deal. The text that's being sent to you is meant to hook you in to try to extort money from you. In the way, in the way they basically do it, is they, they want to engage you. They, these horrible, awful people, they want to engage you in a text conversation. And then at some point the conversation will say something like, God, you know, my life has been so terrible and I'm about to get booted out of my house. And I don't know my 98 year old mother is going to be living on the street. You know, can you help me out maybe with just a, you know, small amount of money or they send you to a link, that then tries to get information from you, like your passwords, your bank accounts, whatever. And that's what these new things are. And all of it, I probably had, Marsha, five or six of those. And one of the ones I got, and the first one I got was a couple of months ago, and it said, "Hey, Bob, this is Joe. Can you meet me or something?" So, being the well, try to be nice person that I am, I sent back a text saying, "Sorry, you got the wrong person." And then they sent back saying, Oh, well, thank you. Uh, by the way, how are you and where do you live? You know, if you get a text from someone that you don't know, don't even respond to it. You know, just. I barely simply...
0: respond to the text. Yeah, that was, yeah that's true.
1: She's, she's right about that. That's 100% correct. Uh, I mean, really. So... Yeah, exactly. So remember the uh, days
0: when it used to be exciting when you'd get a phone call, everybody in the house would rush to the phone, which was tethered to the wall and didn't move and because you didn't see. The thing is, you didn't know who was at the other end. It could have been anybody, right? Right, Exactly. Now we all know, I I don't want to get a long conversation with them. Really? Do I care about Bob here? Yeah. So the fun part
1: used to be in the olden days. And they, you, you used to see this at Disneyland. It's probably still there. They had what they called party lines because in those days, people couldn't afford to have their own line. So you shared your phone with someone that you may not actually know. And if mm-hmm. you picked up the phone, you heard their conversation. You can
0: listen to their conversation.
1: Yeah, And you can yeah. listen to their conversation. And that was they had, a, I don't know if you remember this, at Disneyland, they had the old fashioned store where they sold pickles. And on the wall, they had a part. Probably still do. Had a party line phone where you could pretend to listen into a, a you know, not a real conversation.
0: That's, that's cute. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That but uh, you know, I've, i my opinion of Disney, I'm, I'm morphing a little bit. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, so this is a scam. Do not respond. Do Not. Respond. They're going to play on your empathy. Like I, I read one online. You know, Doctor Wilson, when will be a? T- when will we be attending to my wisdom teeth. Whoa, the, you got a guy on the end here with bad wisdom teeth. He needs his doctor. Do you want to tell him you're not Dr. Wilson? Yeah, don't right. say a word. Don't no, say a
1: word. Disregard them. They're all a bunch of scam. I mean, I, you know, occasionally somebody does accidentally text you, but even right. so, don't respond to these things because they're only looking for money or looking for a way to scam you out of money or get your bank accounts or whatever. So be very, very careful about getting anonymous texts. Um, Okay, how do we charge our gadget batteries so they last longer?
0: Well, considering that the phones are set up to fail, they are set up for us to burn out the batteries. That's it. Remember when we used to plug them in all night and the phones did not have a thing where it stopped charging? Yeah, they're out to get us. (laughs) Yep. The key drivers that influence the degradation of the battery are the temperature, the state of the charge and the charge rate. And I did an interesting experiment um, when I was in the Arctic and it was like minus 30. My phone lost its power and, and I, I had just charged it. And the people I were with said, put it inside your jacket next to your chest. The minute I warmed up the phone, I had battery again. So this was a perfect example to see. So don't charge your phone until you're down to 20%. You know, sometimes we're tempted, you never know what we can do. All devices are designed with a target number of times the battery can be completely discharged and recharged. And that's between 300 and a thousand. That's uh, they're 365 days in a year. Right. So don't start charging till the battery reaches about 20% and try to stop when you get to about 80%. Yeah,
1: good idea. Um, okay, so COVID tests, which we all got basically for free, you know, you you uh, sent an email to whoever it was, a very efficient system, I must say, through the government, and they sent you, I want to say, two or three packages with a couple of tests each. And the question was, but they have very short expiration periods on them. I think they last two or three mine months. Mine
0: didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand that. I, I didn't get the government tests. I bought the Binax Now tests, which had a at least a year. Oh, it or, did? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it did. And then they announced that you could extend it another year. So uh, I don't well, know what this the, is... But then again, I bought mine. So yeah, this is, I don't this know little... what kind of shabby tests they gave out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I don't know either. But And it's a confusing story, I have to tell you. The FDA doesn't recommend using expired kits at home. So you have an expiration date on there and it says, well, don't use those, but well, maybe they actually will last longer. If the manufacturer finds the shelf life is longer than expected, which according to this is four to six months, it can request the FDA to extend the expiration date. Once that happens, the manufacturer can notify the customers of the new expiration date. However, if you didn't buy it directly from the manufacturer they're not going to notify you so right. it gets a little confusing and
0: well uh, the thing is on the binax now from abbott diagnostics you can look up the brand name of any tests you have at home on the internet and find out the status right of uh, whether it is extended or not because i'm looking at a list of a bunch of them that i've never seen weird yep. stuff um like i said i I can tell you, because I had COVID recently in July, uh, the Binax now worked.
1: Okay. Well, that's good to know. I, I kind of feel like, and I don't know. But they hadn't now, expired
0: gotta, yet. I, they still had a longer expiration date than what friends were telling me they had on other well, yeah, stuff. Yeah, because
1: I think so. on the boxes, they were three months or something. And I kind of, yeah. my health rings a bell to me, and I don't remember if that's who we got ours from. Um, but, you know, you and I think they're still giving away for free, if I remember right, unless they've stopped that. Uh, so you can still go on the government website and get free COVID tests.
0: Yeah, I don't want free government COVID tests. <laughs> yeah. No, I really don't. I just, yeah. um, in, cause I learned in the UK that a lot of the ones in the UK have a teeny transmitter that send the results somewhere.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> right, so, when I heard well, that, I said, no. Nope. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I had just recently, we bought a new TV and I was getting rid of the old TV, and I didn't know what to do with it. So what do you do with your old TVs?
0: I don't know, can you lift it up?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the old one, I mean, we have one that's really, you know, it's like 3,000 pounds. You know, uh, what do you do with them?
0: 3,000 uh, pounds, you got well, a problem. Well, it wasn't
1: quite 3,000. No, 3,000 wasn't quite 3,000 pounds. Um,
0: but uh, you can sell it on Craigslist. Yeah. You can sell it on eBay with a local pickup. And I was surprised that local pickup actually works on eBay because if you have a unique product and uh, price it well enough, eventually I sold that standing desk that I had, that standing desk and chair uh, that I thought I wasn't going to be able to get it out of the house, but took my pictures, ran it on eBay and I sold it. Um, There are people who suggest Facebook marketplace instead of Craigslist. But to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not real happy with either of those from a security standpoint. This is the house, right? Yeah,
1: Because
0: yeah, this is like a it's large. And that's why I stuck with ebay where, you know, the people who are registered are kinda they know who they are because they have a credit card and they're registered actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm I don't know. Uh, you, you could put it, you live in a gated community, so putting it out on the side of your house will not help. Right. I know that if I put a TV outside my house, there are people who drive around picking up spare yeah, metal. Yeah,
1: people do that, right.
0: hmm So you've got Goodwill, The Salvation Army, or uh, there's lots of secondhand retailers. Call the local library or public school. Many are in need of donations. A uh, twenty-year-old TV might not be what they're looking for, but if it's in fairly recent vintage, just do that now. You can give it back to Best Buy, believe it or not, and you will get uh, Best Buy points that you can combine with, you know, candy at the checkout. <laughs> you right. can, yeah, you know, it's not much, but at least they'll take it off your hands. Now, if you have super large TV, they charge a twenty-five dollar fee. And uh, but if you buy a new TV from Best Buy, and have it installed for forty bucks, they'll take away your old one. So <laughs> that's you know that's not bad. It's yep. not spending a lot. Plus, there's professional recycling. Um, look up on the EPA page where they have the and the Electronics Take Back Coalition page just Google these. Um, You can all recycle this. And does anyone have garage sales anymore? Yeah, I was thinking maybe I should have a garage sale. I should really do this. But anyway, you can get rid of it. Just, you have to put forth effort, which we're not used to anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, there you go. Hey, so real quick, let's talk a couple of movies. Uh, And actually a TV show, Marcia, you are a bit of a collector. And I don't know that you've ever seen the show. It's on MeTV, which has got you know, a bunch of the old TV series. Have you ever seen Collector's Call? No. Okay, Collector's Call is with the girl that used to be on, I think it was Facts of Life. Um, and they go to people who have these incredible collections of collectible items. Like the most recent one was a guy that collects spy things. So there was a, the, telephone, the shoe telephone from Get Smart. It's a really fascinating, fun show to watch. And every week they find a new collection of different things. Last week was Bugs Bunny stuff. And, you know, uh, so if you're looking for something fun to watch, I think it airs on Sunday nights, and it's called Collector's Call. Um, And then the other one I just started watching was The Sandman, which is on Netflix. I thoroughly enjoyed this. It was a, I guess it was a comic book. I didn't even know what it was about the, the actual, you know, the Sandman who puts you to sleep at night but it was fascinating and uh, really enjoyable. And <laughs> Have you seen crazy. The Bear? Uh, I, you know, I can't bring myself to watch that, and I don't know why.
0: It's excellent, and I had the same feeling that you did, but my daughter really pushed me. Okay. Just give it a chance, because, I mean, the episodes were only a half hour, and right. the first one after I watched it said, I don't want to watch this. Ah. She pushed, push, push, and I got to tell you, it sucked me in what an, Excellent, really? excellent show it is. It is worth it. They're only like half hour episodes. You know, it won't kill you. It's okay, it's I very it good. I've the bear. Been looking for stuff it's to watch. quite excellent. It's about a guy who's a world famous chef. His brother dies, commits suicide, and leaves him a restaurant in Chicago where they sell. What do they sell? They sell beef sandwiches. Chicago beef sandwiches. Oh, uh, and my daughter got the recipe, and she made the chicago, chicago beef sandwiches for us for dinner so
1: hey cool i also haven't watched yet but i want to Sylvester lester stallone's new film uh samaritan which is either on prime video or um netflix i can't remember but it looks pretty good uh it's a two-hour movie i think and uh i'm a big stallone fan so that should be kind of fun even though yeah, have you seen the one. old
0: old guy the old man
1: yo that's a great series yeah
0: yeah it's it's really tough to watch though it's it's a lot yeah, it's, it's not uh, easy to watch
1: bridges uh what's his first name
0: jeff bridges
1: jeff bridges yeah he's great in it and then yeah. actually joel gray who is an old-time actor whose daughter is jennifer gray who was the star of um dirty dancing he's in this and joel gray is about 91 years old joel gray great. is
0: in that show
1: joel gray is in. yeah he plays the old man Joel Gray is the old man in the series. The no, old man.
0: no, the the old man is Jeff Bridges.
1: No, it's not. You probably didn't notice it. They said at one point the old man, and they were to Joel Gray.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. I'll have to huh? check that All right.
1: Out. Well, hey, that's it for us. Everybody have a great week. Uh, we'll see you next week. And
0: have a good one. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen. We're here every week. We love that you joined with us. Come back next week. Tell your friends, like us, love us, subscribe, and click like. Have a great week in tech. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier, produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for
1: thought.